I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello chickens, this is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> Oh, hi, chickens. Uh, I'm still in the multiverse. Um, the multiverse of madness, uh, which is probably could describe this podcast. Uh, so in the last episode, uh, I was reading a letter from Paul about multiverses and I went on many multiversal transients. Yeah, in the multiverse, a transient is um, what we call a transient. <laughs> it's a drangent. It's a Doctor Who tra- tangent. A drangent. Um and now I'm going to think of the Draper. Um, <laughs> so I had this person who used to always tweet at me on Twitter. Lovely, lovely person. Oh, until they kind of really pushed me over the edge during the marriage equality survey and I blocked them. Um, but anyway, uh, and they never said anything interesting. Um, so <laughs> my friend Peter called him the Dull Reaper. <laughs> And then just shortened it to Dreeper and it just became our shorthand for this really sweet but boring person who um, just had to comment on everything. You know, there's some people on social media who just have to say something about everything, even if they're not really contributing anything. Like, they, they don't sound excited. They don't sound interested. They're just like... I also am involved in this. Um, there's a comedian who's I'm not going to name who does it and it drives me bonkers. And I'm like, dude, like, where's your craft? Where's like, you're meant to be funny and you're just writing. Oh, yes. Also carrots. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it's being mean for no good reason now. Uh, so Paul has sent me this email. We're deep into some multiversal business. Um, he's been through a list of all the different multiverses in the current Doctor Who because he's only up to season two of the classic series. And I appreciate his uh, him going through them. I, I want to know, Paul, are you watching 
like uh, reconstructions? Like, how are you going through the, like Marco Polo in season one is just gone. Um, I want to know how you're getting through those ones, like audio book ones, because, you know, you can listen to the audio of the TV show with like some linking narration or you can watch some telly snaps that people put together. There's different ways of watching it. Um, I would love to know how everyone watches old ones that don't exist, that aren't cartoons yet. Uh, Anyway, um, Paul has some theories about the multiverse, or opinions, really. So he says, it comes down to the permutations needed to replicate similarities in the multiverses. Um, So this is like, he doesn't enjoy the storytelling of multiversal business, parallel universes. He says, it's too easy just to write an alternate version of a character character with a beard. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I firmly believe that even in fiction, you must at least come at something with a sliver of reality. My parents met at the Austin Hospital. For that to happen, my dad's parents needed to travel to Australia from overseas in the 50s. My mum's British heritage brought her to Australia only because England colonised the country. I severely doubt that these exact scenarios would be able to replicate themselves. Even if by some miracle they did, what would the odds be of discovering that exact multiverse? It's this type of example that lessens any story that delves into this realm. Oh, I hear what you're saying, Paul, but... I will say one of the things that they kind of cite for multiversal bits and bobs um, is, you know, there's like that point where it splits off, where it's the exact same universe. Um, it's happening at the, like it's our universe essentially, but, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow sliding doors style, they make a decision and it splits off from that moment. So your parents could still meet, um and everything happens and then you know maybe you're conceived on a thursday instead of a friday i i really don't want to know when you were conceived that's too much information ever for me um and in because of that there's some some weird genetic thing that happens that makes you a girl uh or it makes you uh twins uh or it makes you you know like maybe you know you're not born but you know your siblings are like it's just something that happens so that you know or you can be born and then you know other things happen so it's like there's a there's a divergence after that point that makes the new multiversal thing so everything happens the same up to a point um or like you say there could have been a divergence uh where the indigenous people of this country repelled the invaders and the british you know it's the one colony they managed not to you know establish and that never happened so yeah it's it's yeah it's like i feel like there's different tipping points that create different multi Versus all different parallel worlds. And that's why it's a multiverse because of the many different decisions that have been made in very different places where very different things happen. Um, but I totally am on board with you feeling frustrated with it as a storytelling device, the same way I get frustrated when they go to the planet of ice or the planet of water or the planet of the acid sea. Um, it's like, yeah, you know, we have various different, um, you know, environments on our one planet why do these planets just have ice? <laughs> Why is this planet just a desert? Like Tatooine in Star Wars. It's like, well, how is there any industry there? There's no water. <laughs> I mean, no, there's moisture farming, but, 
you know, they don't seem to ever find any. Um, anyway, uh, Paul says, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving this letter. It's so much fun. Paul says, putting aside my thoughts, I'll give a perspective on your question of the doctor. Uh, Tectayun introduced the doctor to us. That is definitely unique, just as my parents meeting at the Austin. Tectayun was attempting to seed a new universe minus the doctor. Arguably, she was correcting her own mistake of rescuing a child. I mean... There's also the universe that the Doctor comes from. Uh, the question you must ask yourself is, what are the odds that Tectaeon finds a child, rescues the child, and experiments on that child in any other multiverse? To me, nil, which I think you alluded to during your podcast. I have read previously that Russell T. Davis is fond of expanding the Doctor Who universe, just as he did from 2005. We do know that Flux decimated a significant part of the Who universe. Lastly, the Master does use the word extinction in the finale trailer. Could the master seed Tectaeon's new universe in his image? <gasps> oh, that is a possibility for the final episode, isn't it? Oh, my God. I mean, we know because we've seen the casting that uh, a previous Doctor's coming back. But what if this universe gets destroyed? Like, what? If, like you know, I wanted them to kill the Doctor and have Joe Martin take over. But what if the universe is destroyed, the Doctor survives, but only after being dragged through to the other universe by the Metacrisis Doctor and Donna, who he's now found because um, he and Rose had some sort of falling out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm... <laughs> I am fixated on the Metacrisis Doctor because the Metacrisis Doctor is bad. Like, remember, like, he got banished there because he did bad stuff. Although he was never going to regenerate, was he? That was his other thing. But I guess he can build a TARDIS and go places. Because um, remember, yeah, that was like the Doctor was not okay because he killed all the Daleks and stuff. He was like, I would never do that, even though the Doctor would totally do um, I feel like the Doctor's morality is like on a sliding scale. Like, it's just like, I would never do that except for next Thursday when I'm totally going to do that or I'll let some other hapless buffoon do it for me, um, which happens a lot. Uh, yeah, it's... It's uh, like, I love, I love all these things that you've brought up. This is, this is great fun, Paul. Um, as to the multiverse, like, yeah, I understand your frustrations with it. I understand it sometimes feels like a cop-out. You know what? I think in television, it's kind of a fun thing to do because it means uh, characters who, you know, we know and understand and then we see them as someone else. It's actually fun for the actor. Like the actor can get a little bit bored of doing the same thing all the time. Um, case in point, uh, I've recently listened to a Big Finish with um, Tracy Ann Oberman, <laughs> uh, who is, you know, Yvonne Hartman from Torchwood. And there's a series of Torchwood uh, audios where it's her and Ianto at Torchwood 1 before um, the Doomsday the Cybermen, you know, and the Daleks and Rose falling through the gap. Um, and, you know, she gets to be an alternate, not even alternate reality. I think she's a virtual reality version of herself who is hilarious. Like she gets to be 
you know, she gets to have fun and she gets to be like a spy version of herself. Like she just gets to play all these different characters. And I think it's fun for the actors to play all these people. Like Michelle Yeoh in Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, having a ball playing two different versions of the same character. Uh, All right. There's going to be more stuff in the next episode. So many letters and things have come in. Just an entire week of me responding to you and your messages. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.